welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. We are exactly one, two, three, four days, five nights away from January 1st. If you are listening to this on Monday, the 28th, when it airs, we are almost to 2021. Hallelujah, first and foremost, because we all know that this year was chaos. It was crazy. It was uh, ludicrous. All the words you can think of that describe unreal and inconvenient, (laughs) to say the least. But a new year is on the horizon, and there's reasons to be hopeful for that. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about New Year's resolutions, which you probably expected because New Year's is coming. This is a podcast that spends a lot of time focusing on personal development, and it focuses on Monday motivation every single week. So I feel it's only right to discuss what my thoughts are around kind of coming to the end of this crazy year and going into a hopeful, a new, and a bright year, hopefully, right? And, and here's the thing. First and foremost, you have to come into this podcast just like you come into the new year, which is with the glass, glass half full mentality. No more glass half empty mentality, right? Not woe is me, not things happen to me, but things happen for me. Not looking at the negative, but trying to find the positive. Not soaking in the failure, but finding a lesson inside of it. The only way to grow is to accept failure, is to to accept loss and to accept negativity because we all experience it in our life at one point or another, right? And if there was anything that 2020 taught us, it's that we can still be us, we can still be more, we can still create, we can still be successful, we can still transform our bodies when everything is stripped from us. I mean, if we really look back, it's kind of fucking crazy. I mean, it's like a movie. It's, it's literally crazy. Like, if you would have told me this was going to happen years ago, I would have just, I would have laughed. I was like, there's no way. But think about it. One day, things are normal. We're going about our lives as planned, as normal, right? Average day. And then in the blink of eye, more like over the course of weeks, <laughs> but in the blink of an eye, no more social gatherings, no more church, no more movie theaters, no more rest- restaurants. No more malls, only shopping online, only picking up your groceries. Stay six feet away from everywhere. Cover half of your face with a mask 24-7. It's crazy. It's literally insane. But the first thing that happened when this, when this struck us, when this happened, the first things people started to think, myself included, I'm not going to lie, the negative mindset started to sink in because as human beings, that is our natural tendency. Our natural tendency is to let the negative rise and the, the positive we kind of push to the side, right? It's the successful individuals, the happy individuals who have that glass half full mentality who push away the negativity. They see it coming. And this is like a big awareness tip. I would highly suggest reading the book, The Big Leap, if you haven't yet. But when you feel that negativity coming, it, it's, it's stepping into resistance and kind of stiff arming it 
right? And then shifting and moving in the other direction towards the positive. It's accepting that this negativity is coming at you. It's being aware of it. And it's understanding that you need to ignore it or push it away and try your hardest to find the positive, to pull the positive, to seek the positive because it won't naturally come about. You have to choose forcefully to find the positive, which is a big lesson. But when this hit us in 2020, most people stopped focusing on themselves. They gave up all hope for success. They stopped trying to transform their body. They thought everything was going to go downhill. There's just no way that we can be successful in anything, right? But as time went on, we saw more and more and more business owners become more profitable and strive for more success. We saw more and more massive corporations completely shift the way their businesses operated so that their employees could work at home, right? There's, there's uh, in Seattle, I believe it was Google, might have been Microsoft, but I'm pretty sure it's Google, even shut down some of their campuses and started paying people's mortgage and setting up their home offices, right? This is obviously through the grapevine uh, from some of my real estate friends. So I don't know how true it was, how much they spent, how much they covered, whatever. But the point being is they got rid of these campuses and they were like, hey, we're going to help you develop your home, home office. That's crazy. And I guarantee those people were super happy, right? So many of us got more time with family. This is one of the biggest things that I noticed. It's like, man, I get more time with my daughter than ever because I don't have an excuse to go anywhere. I can't go anywhere. Things are canceled. I can't travel for these speaking engagements that I was going to participate in or these seminars that I was going to attend. I'm going to sit at home and I'm going to hang out with my family, which was amazing. It brought us closer. It made me more present, made me more calm. It it taught me stillness, right? And we also saw a lot of people realizing that, oh, shit, well, if I can't go to the bar, I can't go out to eat with friends. Shit, I can't even have friends over to eat. Man, this is the perfect time to really dial in my nutrition, the perfect time to track macros, the perfect time to lose 20 pounds, the perfect time to think about what I can do. We just posted a testimonial yesterday as I'm recording this uh, of a client on Instagram, uh, Misty, go check it out. She's down 10 pounds and inches. I can't remember how many inches, but a considerable amount of inches. And we increased her calories and it was through COVID, right? So like we, we see these people rising to the top of the crop is what I'm saying. And it, and it kind of reminds me of this quote from, from a book, uh, a book that only men would be interested in. It's, it's about uh, how to be the a man. It's it's very polarizing, but um, there's some good takeaways in it. And one of the things he says is that hard times make strong men. Good times make weak men. And he's referring to history. He talks a lot about the Roman Empire and things like that and, and the challenges that people went through. And although COVID is insane and it is very bad, this isn't the first time mankind has gone through some shitty stuff, has gone through some very inconvenient and devastating, traumatic things. We have been here as a human species and we will work through it. But it's this quote that hard times make strong men, I would say humans, and good times make weak humans is so important. Now, it doesn't mean don't chase good times because like I said, seek the positive. Go be with family. Go be with friends. Celebrate your holidays. Do whatever you can to make sure that you are chasing good times. But those good times don't provide you the lessons that harden you up. COVID provides those lessons. Being stripped away from so much of what you know as normal provides those lessons. Taking ice baths and cold showers provides those lessons. Grinding on the assault bike for one-minute intervals or a 100-calorie assault bike challenge, that builds character and that creates strength. 
taking it easy on the bike because you don't feel like doing the 100 calorie challenge, that creates weakness, right? And, and don't get me wrong. There's times where I tell people, yo, you don't need to strengthen your mind. Chill the fuck out. You are burnt out. Ride that bike as slow as you can. In fact, go home. <laughs> Skip the gym. So there's, there's a time place for everything. But the, but the point being is that hard times make strong people, right? So going through these things, it, it truly prepares you for the most difficult things that you'll ever face in life. You know, when we're 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road from now, we're going to look back and be like, man, that was a wild one to two year period. But man, it taught me so much. Man, it helped me grow so much. Man, it brought me closer to my family. Man, it taught me what happiness was and what success was. I mean, shit, it showed me what minimalism is, right? Like, I realized how much shit I don't need because I started realizing, like, man, what I need is, is my family. That's it. And my health, my family, my health, my fitness, that's it. And I focused on those things. So it really narrows your vision, right? So these, these hard times, you can't look at them like it's so traumatic. You can't look at them with the, the glass half empty mentality. You have to look at it with the glass half full. Like, damn, this shit hardened me up. Period. It strengthened me. Period. Right? And the next thing I want to talk about is, is developing your goals. Right? We got through this crazy year. That's step one. Step two is, is reflecting on that year. Pulling as many lessons and insights. And I actually would recommend you can, I mean, shit, you can pause the podcast right now. Sit down, pull out your journal, and list things out. I did this in a post the other day. 17 things that COVID has taught me, I think it was. Maybe it was seven. I think it was a, some kind of a seven, seven, 17, 27, something like that. But I wrote out these lessons that it taught me. And it was so powerful because I looked at it. I was like, man, like I'm the first to admit that there's so many days where I wake up and I'm like, I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of what is going on. Why can't this change? Why is this happening to us? But I immediately have to stop myself and shift away from that. Because that happening to us mentality never provides growth. I have to shift my mind and say, man, why is this happening for us? When I say, what, why is this happening for us? Now I have to find the lessons to grow from. Fuck, how is this going to make me better? How is this going to personally develop me? How is this going to make me closer to my family? How is this going to make my business more successful? How is this going to make me more fit in the gym? And on and on and on and on, right? So you have to look at it that way. And then step three is, is reverse engineering your New Year's resolutions. Most of the time people uh, in my position will say, hey, New Year's resolutions are stupid. You should start ASAP. Don't wait for the New Year. And I agree. Look, we had a bunch of people hop on coaching in December. And I was super excited to see that. I always am. When, when we don't have a slow month in September, I'm always really, really happy because I believe that our message is translating well and showing people that you shouldn't wait for anything. If you want to change something about yourself, you should do it now. Now is the time. There is no then. However, New Year's is an excuse for some people to make a dramatic change. And guess what? I am 100% all for that if it encourages you to make that change. If you need a change and New Year's is what kicks you in the ass to get you going, then fuck yeah, do it. I love it. It's huge. I mean, and I'd be lying if I said that I'm, going, I'm not going into this New Year with goals because I already had my goals set. Now, granted, I, I did set my 90 outcomes and I believe they stop on January 24th or 26th or something like that. So uh, I'm kind of already in the process of my goals, right? However, 
I'm definitely going into this year with a, with the mindset of, you know, what do I want to change? And I think that's the biggest thing to do, right? It's not necessarily like I'm going to set this goal and this is, and I'm, I'm going to show you how to reverse engineers because the, the worst mistake people make is, is going this year, I'm going to accomplish this by December, you know, like this year. And they have this goal that's so far away that by the time February, March hits, they forget what the fuck it is. They completely fell out of the habits and the routine and the flow that gets them towards that goal, especially because most people don't take the time to reverse engineer it and go, okay, week one, I got to do this. Week two, I got to do this. Week three, I got to do this. Month four, I got to be here. They don't do that shit, but you are going to. You're listening to this podcast right now, which means that you want more than the typical New Year's resolution that falls apart after three months. You want more. If you want to be more, you need expansion of yourself which means that you need to take this seriously and you need to reverse engineer those goals that you're going to be setting later this week for the new year. And you might be wondering why, like I almost said this at the beginning, why, why aren't you doing this on new year? Friday, the first, you have a podcast that goes out. Yes, I do. However, I would encourage you to listen to it anyway, because we have a special announcement for one of the big things that were changing coming into the new year. So I'd really like you guys to listen to that. But point being, you have to reverse engineer these goals, right? Um, and you have to start, before setting specific goals of with what you want to change. So when I stepped into to this position of journaling, you know, and that's where this podcast is coming from, and I started writing out, what do I want to change? Like, what do I want to change? Number one thing I want to change is I want to do more hobbies. You know, I, I miss skateboarding. It's wintertime. I'm going to get up to the mountain. I miss snowboarding, right? I want to continue playing more guitar. I want to do fun shit. I miss fun things, right? Another thing, and, and granted, like, Listen to what I'm saying. I'm starting with myself. Yes, I want to be somebody else for my family, for my clients, for my team. But if I don't change myself, I can't change how I operate for other people. It starts with me. So the first thing is doing more for me, having more fun, right? The second thing is recovery. And when am I going to the float tank? When am I going to the massage? When am I going to the Cairo to get some ART work done? What am I doing to recover fully? Am I taking Epsom salt baths regularly? Am I getting eight hours of sleep? I just shifted and started getting seven hours of sleep and I feel amazing. That's where the whole fuck the 5 a.m. club podcast came from. I feel so good getting a solid seven, seven and a half hours of sleep every night. Could I push that to eight, eight and a half? Maybe. I'd be lethal if I did. So maybe I work on that. But the point being is I'm working on myself, right? Next, I want to be a better father. I want to be a better husband. And for me, that means being present. It means being thoughtful. It means being selfless. And it's not that I'm, I'm selfish because I'm a go-giver. I love giving and, and I do everything for my family. But I'd be lying if I said that it's not difficult to shut my brain off. And I think this is the problem with a lot of like self-help gurus and, and entrepreneurs out there that are, that are doing what I'm doing and spitting motivational podcasts and Instagram posts, stuff like that. Look, I'm going to give you the steps to be more successful. I'm going to give you the steps to be happier. I'm going to give you the steps to be more productive. But I'm not going to bullshit you in the process and say that I'm perfect. I need work. And it's hard for me at times. You know, my brain is, is wired to build and to create and to like envision. So turning it off is so fucking hard because I always have new ideas. I always have things I want to write down. I always have things I want to journal. I always want to grind. I always want to create. So that, that's a big challenge for me. But this year, that's my main focus. It's like, how, how do I turn that off more? How do I learn how to compartmentalize a little bit more and separate those two sides? right? Another thing, I want to expand my fitness. So I have a goal with my body this year. You know, I spent all of 2020 bodybuilding until December, November, last part. 
I started uh, I started working on things before the the 2020 hit, and I spent all of 2020 uh, with my coach Eric Trexler. And I highly recommend people doing this. This is where you get the best results possible. You pay in front, up front, or you just commit to a full year. And you just, you get after it. And I told him, I was like, dude, I want to put on as much muscle as possible. And then I want to do a cut at the end. So in, uh, at the beginning of November, I believe it was, maybe late October, we started my cut. But that whole year, so 10 months of just in a surplus trying to build muscle. And I built a lot of muscle bodybuilding, right? When we shifted into a cut in uh, late October, early November, the last two months of the year, at that point, I shifted my training a little bit more towards like powerlifting style simply because it was hard for me to maintain that volume when going into a deficit. And I, and I wanted to do some heavy lifting I haven't done in a while. So now I'm coming into the new year and I'm stronger than I've ever been because of this powerlifting and because of the muscle I built. I'm, I'm getting leaner and I'm heavier than I've ever been at this level of leanness, which is my goal, right? I wanted to build muscle. And now I'm, I'm looking at 2021, right? I have a photo shoot that's going to come in February, March, depending on when I'm ready. That's going to be my leanest. And I'm going to finish that aesthetic goal I set. But what's next? Well, what's next for me is, is being a more well-rounded athlete, being a hybrid athlete. Because I'm a fitness enthusiast. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not a powerlifter. So I had to look at myself and I go, what am I missing? What haven't I tackled? What, what haven't I given a really good effort to? I gave a really good effort to CrossFit. I gave a really good effort to the sports I played. I gave a really good effort to the extreme sports I played or participated in. I guess you don't really play skateboarding. <laughs> I gave a really good effort into bodybuilding, really good effort into powerlifting. I, I, everything I've done, what's left? Endurance, Olympic lifting which is very concurrent and controversial or like contradicting to building muscle, powerlifting, so on and so forth. But to me, I'm like, man, even if it's a 5K, 10K, whatever it is, not a huge long run, I'm not going to do a marathon. How would I hang? Right now, not very well. But that tells me that my conditioning is subpar. My aerobic ability is subpar, which means that I'm missing a, a chunk of the fitness circle. And I've been working on this lately and I've been talking about it more on social media because I've been working on it and I see the improvements and I see the importance of it. But the other thing is, is explosive Olympic lifting. So what did I do? I reached out to my good friend, Nat, Zach Nielsen, who lives over by me. And I'm hiring him as a personal trainer to come into the warehouse and train me because he, he, he's a strength and conditioning coach who primarily works with the Olympic lifts. He's super proficient in them. Uh, I've known him for years. And, and he's the strongest motherfucker. I mean, this dude had 300-something pounds on his back doing Bulgarian split squats for reps. Just a monster. But, Zach, if you're listening... I respect you, man. <laughs> but I, I reached out to Zach. I was like, man, what would it take for me to get you to the warehouse once a week to teach me Olympic lifting? And he's like, man, not much. I live, I live down the road. Uh, I get off work at 2. Let's do it. I'm like, dude, I'm all in. Thursdays, 3 o'clock, let's go. So as soon as the new year starts, every single Thursday, I'm, I'm doing skill work for Olympic lifting. What is that going to manifest into? I don't know. Most likely a super total training, right? I want to max out my deadlift, my squat, my bench, my snatch, clean, and jerk all next year. Six lifts, super total training. So it's not powerlifting. It's not Olympic lifting. It's super training, <laughs> literally. And the, there's, there's competitions called super total competitions, which I don't know if I'll participate in. But I'm going to strive for that because if I can do that, I've checked off all the boxes of fitness. I've done martial arts. I've done skateboarding. I've done snowboarding. I've done soccer. I've done bodybuilding. I've done powerlifting. I've done CrossFit. Like this is what's left. And I'm super excited about that. Inside my business, my plan is to expand and delegate, which means the only way for us to continue growing and become a, a bigger and bigger organization is for me to delegate more. It's for me to hand off things. It's to give more responsibility, to hire more people. 
to build my team, which if you're listening to this, we are taking interns. So you can click the link in the description of this podcast, or you can just shoot me a DM if it's not in there. If we forget to put it in there, sometimes we do. Apologies for that. If you guys are listening, you're like, man, you didn't put the link. I'm sorry. Sometimes we forget because I just go off on these tangents on these podcasts. And then later I'm like, oh yeah, I think I had some links in there. But uh, there's an intern application. We are going to take one to two interns in the new year. So we're going to be choosing them in January. So if you're hearing this right now and you're a coach and you want to join the team, um, now's the chance. Uh, I will say just to vet people ahead of time, only fill it out if you have pre-existing nutrition certifications or degrees um, or you were in the process of getting your uh, bachelor's, master's, PhD, anything like that inside the nutrition science realm. Um, And last but not least, uh, make sure that you have worked with people before, right? Even if it was slightly informal, but you have an education background, whatever it is, I need you to have some experience stepping into this uh, because most people applying do, and that's what we're looking for. But if that's you, apply. Point being, my goal for the business is to expand it, obviously, but it's to expand it through the people that work for me. It's to give them new opportunities. It's to grow them into bigger positions and roles. It's for them to do more, make more, be more. Not me. It's not my time anymore. It's my time to give. So I'm really excited about that. Right, so these are my goals. These these are my big visions, and that's the first thing you want to start with when you're reverse engineering. This big vision is my north star, because I want to be able to say in December 2021, man, I can really, I, I'm I'm great. Like from a form perspective, I'm great at the squat, clean, and jerk, and the snatch. Right, the Olympic lifts, I'm great with them. I want to be able to say that I, that I PR'd all of my lifts. Those ones are almost a guarantee because I've never even set a PR on them. But I want to PR my power lifts as well simultaneously. How can I do that? By, not, by the end of the year, right? Which is a good amount of time, right? But that's a North Star. How am I going to delegate to my team more expand? How am I going to be the absolute best father? By the end of 2021, how is my family going to look at me and be like, fuck, we are lucky. We are so grateful. You are an amazing father. You're present. You're focused. You're loving, you care, you show love, you're selfless. Like, how do I create that version of myself to make sure that it's like overwhelming them? They can't help but express it to me. How do I become the best leader on social media, on podcasting, on co- like, I have these big visions and this is what I want you to do. You start here, okay. You start with the 2020 reflection, of course. Then you start with all the things you want to change about yourself because those dictate these big vision goals. And I'm going to crank through this last part for you. These, those things that you want to change dictate your big vision goals. These are your North Star. You need to be able to see them because it points you in the right direction. It's your compass, but it is not your step-by-step guide. And that's the big key. People set a North Star and they're like, all right, that's what I'm after. I'm going to go get it. The problem with that is simple. If you have this one big North Star, but you have no small action steps to get there, you're screwed. You don't know how to get to that North Star. It's going gonna, it's gonna to point you in the right direction. It's like, it's like getting on a GPS and going, all right, I'm driving from Washington to Florida. Perfect. Which way do I go? Southeast. Awesome. At some point in time, you're going to realize like, man, I'm in Kentucky and I have no idea how to get the fuck out of here. Or why am I in Maine right now? <laughs> I turned the wrong way. Like you need directions. You need a GPS. So this North Star creates the direction, and then we break this down into a little bit more detail. And the first one's going to be a 90-day goal. We're not going to strive to set multiple 90-day goals. We're going to strive to set the first 90-day goal. So as you're listening to this, you're like, okay, January 1, January, February, March, this is my 90 days. This is my first quarter. This is my 12 weeks. What do I need to do here? What is the end goal for this? And by the time I get to that 90-day goal, 
with my body, with my family, with myself, spiritually, personally, mentally, emotionally, with my business, with my coaching, with whatever you study or what your craft is, with all these areas of life. I talk about all the time, wake up warrior style, body being balanced business, or you can say family, faith, fitness, finance, whatever you want to spin it. The tribute is the same exact thing. When we go through those things, you set those goals and you set them for a 90-day period. But by the time you get to each of those goals in 90 days, can you stand there and say that you are a bigger, better version of yourself and you are closer to that one-year vision, that North Star? Am I still lined up with that North Star? If you're not, ask yourself, one, did I set the wrong goals? Two, did I veer off the path? Or three, was my North Star not really what I wanted, which happens all the time? People set these big goals based on what they think other people do or what other people think they should do or how other people will think of them if they accomplish this thing rather than focusing on themselves and what they truly want as an individual, right? So we set these goals for 90 days. From that period, we have to reverse engineer that into benchmarks. And you guys have heard me talk about this before, but it's always a good refresher. We go from 90 days to 60 days to 30 days to today. Where am I at right now? If I want to be here in in 90 days, where do I need to be in 30 and 60? Divide it, literally. Even if it's like, okay, I want to, at the end of 90 days, I want to be proficient in the the snatch, the clean and uh, and jerk. Okay. Month one, 30 day benchmark. I want to be really good at this, just the clean, right? Just the, just the setup of the clean. Month two, I want to be really good at the snatch. In month three, I want to be able to put them all together, right? Now I have my form down. Now the next 90 days, okay, how can I build strength on these? Right. And then the next block, maybe I'm focusing more on powerlifting to bring those back up. Right. But the point is I have these 30 day benchmarks. If I get to day 30 and I'm like, man, I'm really good at the the cleanest squat. Perfect. My squat clean is perfect. I hit my 30 day benchmark. I am aligned with my goal. If I get to 30 days and I'm like, I didn't. Okay. Well, maybe I need to practice two days a week instead of one. What do I need to change? How do I need to adapt this? Do I need to be in the gym longer with him? Do I need to study this stuff when I'm not at the gym? Do I need to work on mobility for Olympic lifting? What do I need to do? Because this 30-day benchmark tells me that I am not aligned with my end goal. And you'll do these with all of them. For my wife and my child, not really my child because she's almost three, so she's not going to be able to really give me constructive (laughs) criticism or feedback. But I'm going to talk to my wife. Hey, have you noticed a change in me? I'm 30 days into this. Have you noticed that I'm more present? Have you noticed that I'm I'm calmer? Have you noticed that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm easier uh, as a father, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with things better, right? She's used to the fits and the screaming and, and the, the temper tantrums on a completely different level than I am. So sometimes those things work me up. Sometimes they, they fluster me and I, and I don't know how to handle them properly. I'm, I'm learning that as a new father, especially as a, a new father where my daughter's going through her terrible twos and it's actually becoming a thing. Beforehand, she never threw tam- temper tantrums. Now she does, right? So, but, but asking my wife, like, hey, well, I'm 30 days in. How am I doing? Give me honest feedback. Help me be better. If I'm aligned, perfect. I'm going to do more of what I've been doing. If you think I can do something better, then perfect. I'm going to be where I need to be in 60 days because you told me that. In my business, where are the numbers? What is my team doing? How do I do a review with everybody? Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Right? Going through all of these areas of my life every 30 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. If I get to 90 days and I hit my goals, it's because I checked my 60 and 30 day benchmarks. Right? As I start every week leading into these benchmarks in this 90-day goal, I have to set weekly keys, weekly targets, weekly focuses, weekly actions, weekly tasks, whatever the fuck you want to call them. These are things that I am going to do this week, right? 
I would use this week as an example as I'm recording this, but it's a very bad week for to do that because I purposely uh, didn't. I purposely didn't take any calls this week. I purposely recorded less podcasts. I purposely wrote less content. I purposely took care of programming for the week because I wanted Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to be pretty chill. I got a massage on Tuesday. I got a haircut on Tuesday as well. I got an appointment for my daughter today that I'm going to go go to and, and I'm not going to work late because of it. Like I purposely wanted to take some time off Thursday, Friday. I am not doing shit besides drinking Kahlua and coffee all day on Christmas and probably eating some things that are not on my diet. That's all I'm going to do. Um, Christmas Eve, I'm going to drink wine and eat crab with my family because that's a tradition that we do every year. We just feast on crab at this huge table, even though I don't really like crab. But the act of cracking and crab and juices squirting everywhere and drinking wine with my family is is something that's just so fun to me. But point being, I'm going to take this week off. So this is a bad week. But going into a normal week, I might say, okay, what are my keys for this week? Number one key, I have to start Olympic lifting. <laughs> session one with Zach is on Thursday. Perfect. Number two, I have to look into mobility for Olympic lifting because I'm guaranteeing that I'm going to probably need to work on some overhead stuff um, and open up some, some of my lats, my chest, my shoulders, things like that in order to be able to do some of these lifts. Um, cause if I don't even have the capabilities to do it, how the fuck am I going to do it? Right. How am I going to build strength in the ranges? I don't even, can't even own, can't even take action with. Um, Maybe I need to tweak my nutrition a little bit because one of the days I'm going to do conditioning in the morning, Olympic lifting at night. Like that's two a day. How do I need to change this, right? So I have these keys. Like these are my focuses for the week, right? With my business, maybe it is, okay, I need to uh, create the next campaign for the referral program we're doing for our clients. I need to create, I need to set up a meeting with these two coaches because they're going to be stepping up and taking over blank and we need to map out blank, right? So like, going through my business and going, what are the four main things? I always tell people three to five, five at most, three at minimum. If you're like writing a list of 10 plus, it's a to-do list at this point and there's no timeline or anything and you will never feel accomplished because you always have this never-ending list of shit to do. So there's a reason why I'm like four things because a lot of people are like, man, I have like eight things I can do. Cool, save them for another week. Put four fucking things for this week and just focus on those things. Four at a time, three at least, five at most period, right? So, but I have these weekly targets in each area of my life. I might even set them for like, I'm going to buy my wife flowers on Wednesday. I'm going to get her a card on Thursday. I'm going to leave her a note on Monday and Tuesday. Like, what am I going to do within my keys for my wife, for my child? Am I going to go on a daddy daughter date? What am I going to do? Right. And then from there, we boil it down even further. So we've gone from the big year vision, the North star down to a quarterly goal, 90 days. Then we've gone into 30 and 60 day benchmarks to make sure we're aligned and on the right track. Then we break that down into weekly actions that we need to take three to five to make sure that we're taking action on the tasks that need to be done in order to keep pushing forward. And then last but not least, we have to set up daily habits. So this person you want to be in December, 2021, what do they do? Do they meditate? Do they journal? How do they journal? How do they meditate? Do they train? When do they train? How do they train? Do they get enough sleep? Do they do cool experiences with their family? Do they travel? Like, what do they do? Build those habits. You don't need to have some crazily structured morning routine. But if it's like, man, these individuals have a lot of knowledge about this. So every morning I got to wake up and then I got to journal about what I read and then I'm going to meditate to calm down and then I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast because I need to fuel myself for a productive day. Um, Midday, I'm going to go on a walk because these individuals are active and they make sure that they're walking so that their their brain is constantly moving and working. Their insulin sensitivity is better. Their blood sugar levels are better. They're healthy. They get to bed by 10 p.m. because they wake up at five and they need seven hours of sleep. Like, what do they do? Start creating your daily habits because these daily habits 
They instill the habits needed to build the character of yourself that leads to the ability to take those weekly actions, hit those 30-day benchmarks, accomplish your 90-day goals, and become that big vision at the end of the year. All right, so to boil this whole podcast down, what I want you guys to do is remember, number one, hard times make strong individuals, period. Number two, you have to have a glass half full mentality going into the new year because if you have a glass half empty mentality, you are screwed. You are not going to get very far and you're not going to make 2021 better than 2020, which is going to be hard to do regardless because it was such a shitty year, but you can do more. You can be more. If you reflect on the last year and you look for the lessons, then you need to set a big vision goal and you need to reverse that, engineer that into a 90 day, a 30, 60 day benchmark, a weekly, your weekly targets that you set every Sunday and the daily habits to become that person. If you do this, I promise you, you will have the best year of your life. You will become a new version of yourself in 2021. You will accomplish more than you thought was possible. You'll be more in better shape and all that. And the last thing I'm going to do is just a couple shameless plugs. Number one, listen to the podcast on Friday. We have a cool announcement that we're going to make. I really want you guys to listen to that because it's a big change and I think it's a positive change. Number two, if you need help with this, if you need somebody to hold you accountable, if you need guidance, direct individual guidance in order to hit your 90 day goals, please apply for our coaching. That's what we do. It goes so far beyond just nutrition, just training. It goes into mindset. It goes into accountability. It's real human support. It's coaching, the art of coaching. There's a link in the description. Click that. If you click that, you can apply for a call. The call will be free. We'll schedule it with you within 24 hours. Like we'll reach out to you to schedule it out. And then you'll be able to talk to a coach for free before even committing. So there's no strings attached. But please do that if you need help because we're here to do that. Now, without any further ado, have an amazing last week of the year and get ready to start 2021 and get on your best foot possible. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering, and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com sign up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.